Hello, friends. Coming at you here after a brief hiatus. Um, not necessarily for this podcast, because I think the gap between this show and the last show is not abnormal, but a hiatus from work in general for me that just kind of happened accidentally. Um, maybe just a note here on work. <laughs> I I I work in these like spurts where kind of tunnel visioned. I think I'm really good at not working and I'm also pretty good at working. It just depends what mode I'm in. And I've been in the work mode for quite a long time uh, with all the things that I'd been releasing and Alpine Day and Alpine V3 and all that. And then everybody was like, are you going to take time off? People in my personal life, are you going to take time off after? Like, you know, and I was like, oh, I probably should, but I don't know. Because after a big thing, you're really busy with cleaning up from that big thing and all the whatever, um, all the momentum comes along with that. So anyway, I, I, I told you I went to Colorado to visit my brother and did a lot, did a pretty much a total unplug and then did some work when I got back. And then we just had a trip uh, to the Adirondacks and, and I totally unplugged and it was really great. Um, yeah. And I actually, so much so that I, I had a hard time getting back to work yesterday. I didn't, I basically didn't even work at all. Like it's excusable, you know, I'm not, I don't really care. I don't have to I don't feel any like pressure per se that I have to work all the time, but, but I do want to make progress on my projects and that's always in the back of my mind. Um, but anyway, I just think it's astonishing how I can totally unplug and be like just disconnected mentally, um, from work. So anyway, that's been nice. I haven't achieved that disconnect in quite a while. So that was great. Adirondacks are great, by the way, if you've never been, um, fun Adirondacks, stuff. Uh, we always go there to hike the high peaks. There's 46 high peaks over 4,000 feet in elevation. Um, and most of them start not too far above sea level. So the hikes are, you know, just as, just as good and challenging as any other mountain climb in the U S. Um, so yeah, there's a lot there and we always do those, but they, those trips are like three days. It's five hours from my house. So we drive, I, and I live in New York, and Adirondacks are in New York, but New York's a big place. So we drive five hours, wake up super early in the morning on a Friday, drive five hours, hike in, set up base camp, and, you know, sleep, climb the next day, then uh, sleep, and then hike out, then drive five hours home to be home at the end of Sunday. So th- these are the trips. It's really intense. It's like way too much um, for three days, for two nights. And you're not really seeing any of the Adirondacks except the woods and the mountains. So this time it was a trip that was Airbnbs, not base camps. And we did climb a peak, but it wasn't a super high peak. And we just did other random stuff. And it was amazing. So much fun. The Adirondacks are, it's the biggest, I think it's the biggest park in the U.S., the continental U.S. by far. Um, Like I think Yosemite and uh, like Yellowstone and all of those parks combined aren't as big as the Adirondacks. It's like, it's 6 million acres. And I mean, literally to like drive from one side to the other, it's hours. Um, I think it's 25% of the land mass of New York state itself. So the Adirondacks are freaking huge. There's lots of towns within the Adirondacks. Um, and it's just this kind of sheltered, uh, half this episode is going to be about the Adirondacks because I just want to talk about it. Um, it's this beautiful place. It's, it's totally beautiful and it has so much character and amazing nature, um, that doesn't exist 
near like around it because it has mountains uh because it has mountains there's really great rivers for fly fishing um like world-class fly fishing that i got into and had a ball um and cannot wait to go back like i am just like how soon can i go back there (laughs) even if i'm just alone i'll drive there i will tent camp and i will just fly fish these rivers because they're gorgeous just picture this beautiful flowing river and most of the water is crystal clear or tea colored um from you know running through leaves and whatnot absorbing basically like a tea bag um yeah just picture like a beautiful running river with lots of pine trees around and birds and wildlife and huge mountains in the background it's just like doesn't get any better so and there's no big box retailers in the adirondacks uh there's really no big the biggest place is probably lake placid um that the olympics were held at uh, some at some point um that's the biggest place, but still, you're not going to find like a Walmart there. It's all very, lots of shops, lots of, you know, um, yeah, it's backcountry stuff. So anyway, highly recommend a trip to the Adirondacks for the hiking and the fishing and just the general everything. It's amazing. So this episode has turned into me selling the Adirondacks because I love them so much. And I just came out of the Rocky Mountains, which I also love. And fished there which was also great um but this was just as great and i didn't you know have to drive through crazy traffic in denver and all the stuff it was just ooh, it's great okay so why am i talking about this i'm talking about this because okay so I'm, I'm fishing and so my wife was there to actually shoot a wedding and so she's shooting this wedding all day and we only have one car whatever it doesn't matter we only drove one car and so i dropped her off And I had like five hours to just go find a place to fish. And I had done like looking up online of places to fish and whatever. Like that can only get you so far. The best, the thing that I've learned that you basically have to do, the key to fishing in foreign places and fishing in general, is talking to people, talking to locals. And the easiest way to do that is to go to the nearest shop. So ideally it's a fishing, like a tackle shop or a fly shop. Um, but you can just go to, I just went to a local um, gas station I found on the way that looked like it had tackle. Um, it said like sporting goods in one of the features of this little gas station. So I went in and, they, and yeah, they had a tackle rack and whatever. It's it's kind of this unset agreement where like you buy a piece of tackle or some, you spend some amount of money and you know, the shop owners will give you the keys to the kingdom. It's just kind of funny how it works. Like I asked her as I walked in uh, the teller I was asking about, you know, places to fish and I'm in town for a little bit and she just didn't give like great information. And then this, I don't know if this is just a coincidence or not, but then I went and picked out a lure um, and then, you know, bought the lure and she started, she's like, yeah, so about that, like there's actually a few, you know, and she's like released the keys of the kingdom. So I got a lure and I got, uh, I got advice and I went exactly to where she told me and I had a bunch of luck, uh, which is crazy. Like first cast I had a fish on. It was awesome. And it was just beautiful. It's like the drizzling rain um, in a river all alone, no one around. It was awesome. So yeah. So, okay. I just keep getting trapped in selling the Adirondacks. So uh, then another time I wanted to fish, I went to a fly shop and did the same thing. I bought a leader and just asked him about fishing in the area. And he hooked me up with a few flies. He's like, these are what's hot this time of year. And this is how you fish it. And here's where I would fish. And he just, we just talked for like probably a half hour. And he sent me on my way and I went there and I caught fish. Like that's, that's the way to do it. I, no amount of looking anything up online would have gotten me there. So here's the parallel. 
Um, the parallel, this is something I've talked about in the show before, but it's something that just kind of keeps coming up for me. Get your feet on the ground. Like I don't even, I probably even made an episode called get your feet on the ground, but I'm going to title this one, get your feet on the ground. Whatever you're doing, get your feet on the ground. I was, I was talking with a friend about my real estate endeavors. I, I got pretty into the like math and on, I got pretty into real estate as far as you can just you know, sucking up information on like um, bigger pockets and other websites online, making spreadsheets, vetting, you know, Zillow properties, stuff like that. But I never really made the leap. And I, I realized why I never made the leap is because I never had my feet on the ground. I never talked to a human. I never, you know, purchased anything. I never tried to buy anything. I never, I never got in the game. I never did any of that. I just was an online person. And so this is, this goes with everything because my tendency, I think, a lot of times is to just use the internet for as much as I can use it for, to take it as far as I can with just the internet. But if you're going to do anything, get your feet on the ground. And I think this goes for programming as well. Like you can gain a cursory knowledge of, um, yeah, you know, this is a little bit of a stretch, but, you know, we've talked about this before. You can you can gain quite a lot of, I'll say, conversational knowledge by reading blog posts, watching conference talks about different technologies, but to really know one or to, to be able to talk about it, you you need to, in any meaningful way, to have a meaningful opinion on it. You got to use it um, in in the real world with a real thing. That's the only way, the only way to get better at programming, to form, you know, educated and useful opinions is by actually using things with your feet on the ground. So get your feet on the ground. It just like, this is a lesson that has come back to me. Fishing is taught it to me most, but I've applied it in other areas and it's just so important. Like you don't know anything until your feet are on the ground and then you experience something. Same thing goes with like media opinions. There's so many opinions flying out there and I'm constantly like kind of adopting them, economics and social issues and things like that. But you don't know anything until your feet are on the ground and you've experienced it for yourself. That is how I feel. So that is, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Talk to you later.